Hello, I'm Erica LaCasse, and this is the Messy Messianic Mama podcast. Today we'll be talking about delighting in the Lord. Stick around for some hope, healing, and maybe even some laughs. Welcome and thank you for choosing to join me today. I wanted to start off by letting you know that this week is a triple portion, which means that you have three portions that you get to read. And the first one is called Sukkot, because right now we are in a time of the Feast of Tabernacles, which is called Sukkot which you will find in Leviticus chapter 16, verses 1 through 34, Numbers chapter 29, verses 7 to 11. Then a half Torah is chapter 57, verses 14 to chapter 58, verses 14. And the Brit Hadashah is 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 10 through 21. The second Torah portion of this week is Shemini Atzaret, which means 8th, of assembly, so eighth day of assembly, and the Torah portion for that is Numbers chapter twenty-nine, verses thirty-five to thirty-nine. The half Torah portion is First Kings chapter eight, verses fifty-four to chapter nine, verse one, and the Brit Hadashah is Matthew chapter seventeen, verses one through nine. And the very last, but certainly not least, Torah portion of this week is called Semcha Torah, and that starts the entire Torah cycle for the Torah portion that we read back over to the very beginning in Genesis chapter 1 verses 1 to chapter 2 verse 3 and also Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse actually it's yeah Deuteronomy chapter 32 and 33 the half Torah portion is 2nd Chronicles 36 and the Brit Hadashah is Revelation verses uh chapter should say 22 so it's a lot of reading this week and I was talking to my husband about it because I was like, okay, am I understanding this right? Like, we have so many Torah portions this particular week because we're at the end of the reading cycle for the Torah portion. We're starting over again. He's like, yeah, and we've got a few things, you know, going over. But also because we're dealing with being during the Feast of Tabernacles, which is a seven-day feast where the Lord commands his people to live in tents and on the eighth day to celebrate. And... Because the assumption is if you're sitting around in a tent, you'll have time to study the word of God. So I encourage you to go ahead and do that this week as you spend time, if you're able to, in your sukkahs with your family members or friends. Um, A sukkah is a temporary dwelling place where a lot of people, they they build it themselves. They, um, you know, have their four posts of wood and Um, They cover it with boughs of different trees, depending on where it is that you're living. And for our family, we actually set up tents, like camping tents that you buy in a store. And this is, I think, our third or fourth year where we are simply camping out in our backyard. So if there is background noise you don't normally hear, that's because I'm inside of my tent right now trying to read the word by the light of my thermocell lamp that I have uh, that also repels mosquitoes, hopefully. And this is probably one of my favorite feasts of the Lord that we are commanded to celebrate because we're also commanded to rejoice. 
and to delight in the Lord for seven days. And I don't know about you, uh, but this past week especially has been a very difficult week. And if you noticed, I actually didn't have a podcast last week. And that was actually because the night I normally do it is Sunday night is when I do my podcast. But Sunday night was actually Kol Nidre. So it was the eve of Yom Kippur. And so we actually had a uh, service at our congregation, which is an hour away in Wilmington that we need to go to that night. And so honestly, I just did not. Uh, I was anticipating doing the podcast when I got home. Unfortunately, at that point, um, my oldest son needed to go to the emergency room. So basically life happened. And I would love to say that the rest of the week got a lot better, but it really didn't because the next day my son was still trying to be seen by a doctor at a different hospital and it just wasn't happening. For those of you who don't know, he has um, an autoimmune disorder, which can cause him to go blind if it's not addressed. And unfortunately, last week he was diagnosed with COVID. And so they were thinking, they were getting confused with the side effects of COVID and thinking that it was causing him to have a flare-up in his autoimmune disorder, um, autoimmune system, and it was not. And so I'm praying that he's able to get an MRI this week so they can figure out if his eyesight is okay or not. But also, you know, my, my father went through um, getting some stints in and came out of recovery and everything seemed to be fine, but then he had a fever and then he had a really, really low blood pressure. I think it was 87 or no. Yeah. 87 over 44. I'm not hundred percent sure on that one, but, um, needless to say, uh, we were very worried for him. I wasn't sure if he was going to make it and if I was going to have to fly out for a funeral, which obviously I did not want for those of you who are new listeners. Um, my father and I do not have the, uh, have not always had the most, the greatest, I should say the greatest relationship, but I am happy to report that right now we are actually in a really good place. And I, I do love my father. I always have. And I would definitely be heartbroken if he were to leave this world. So really grateful that, um, the Lord chose to give him some more time on earth and, you know, we're also still dealing with the stresses of renovating our house and also trying to sell a camper for my parents, which I'm praising the Lord this week. We were finally able to sell the camper for them. So that's one less stressor that we have to deal with. And so coat couldn't have come in a more timely manner than it did this year, simply because of all these different things that my family and I have been dealing with and, you know, stresses at work and all these different things. And I mean, time and time again, I've talked about on this podcast, how easy it is for us to get distracted and lose sight of what it is that Adonai wants for us in our lives. And also to forget how good our creator is and how good our savior is and how important it is for us to truly rest in his word and to delight in him. I wanted to read to you Psalms chapter one, which is, uh, I'm reading out of the tree of life version and the title is Torah is a tree of wisdom. Now, a lot of times I get this confused and 
I think, okay, Torah is like the word or it's um, commandments or it's rules and regulations. And the word Torah actually means instructions, which of course for me, because the karaoke machine in my head, I go back to the song by Burlap to Kashmir called Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth. And they're talking about the Bible, which the Torah is part of. And Psalms 1 says, Happy is the one who has not walked in the advice of the wicked, nor stood in the way of sinners, nor sat in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the Torah of Adonai, and on his Torah he meditates day and night. He'll be like a planted tree over streams of water, producing its fruit during its season. Its leaf never droops, but in all he does, he succeeds. The wicked are not so, for they are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand during the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For Adonai knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to ruin. And as I said before, you know, Sukkot is probably one of my favorite feasts that we do because it makes us change our routine. It causes us to live outside of our normal daily routines and to live outside of that. And hopefully during that time, it gives us the opportunity to stop and meditate on him, meditate on his word, have time with our family and our friends that we don't normally have. Like maybe even, you know, we, we have a fire pit in our backyard as well. And so, you know, we'll be cooking or, or um, cooking up uh, s'mores, you know, roasting the marshmallows, their kosher marshmallows that we intentionally save money for so we can afford kosher marshmallows because they're not as cheap as normal marshmallows so that we can have this time to to enjoy each other um, around the campfire um, maybe even just having something to eat we don't necessarily have to talk about anything although if I had it my way I would be talking uh, but I also understand that some some like to just sit there in silence and you know also sleeping in a tent and figuring out like, okay, what is it that I actually need to have in this tent? And what is it that I would like to have? What, what is it that I want to have that isn't maybe necessary? And trying to basically live with the bare minimum, which I'm sure if my husband's listening to this, he's laughing his head off because we are sleeping on a <laughs> inflatable queen mattress. But um, that's because that's the bare minimum of what, what his wife needs. But that being said, in the middle of me even doing this podcast, I have a, one of my dogs at the door of my tent. And I actually had to pause this just to let him in um, because he'd like to sleep on our queen mattress. Um, so it's really what you can live with and what you can't live without. And I'd probably be okay just sleeping in a sleeping bag. But I'm also doing this for a week and it's not that I am also able to take that time off uh, from my work. So I still have to get up really early and drive a school bus and come back and drive in the afternoon as well. So being able to sleep well is important (laughs) for me. I know my husband would be happy just sleeping maybe with a sleeping bag and no tent out in the backyard. But um, he also doesn't get eaten alive by bugs. I do. And once again, it's just a reminder, like delighting yourself in the Lord. Where's, 
you know, and we go over this, I don't know, I feel like this is something that clearly I need to continue to learn as well. Because it's something that the Lord is still teaching me. Hold on, I'm, I'm letting my dog out of the tent. Um, he's still teaching me that I need to keep my focus on him. Because when I keep my focus on him, all the things that are happening in my life around the world, they did in comparison to his glory and to his might. And it gives me such great joy in knowing that there is someone greater than I am looking out for me and with me every step of the way during this journey. And while I apologize for not having my podcast as usual last week, normally if I do a makeup podcast, it's on Monday, which of course was Yom Kippur and we were fasting and I was at my uh, congregation all day. So I decided, you know what, Erica, it's okay to take a break. Um, your listeners will understand. And I'm just hoping that we remember what Sukkot is all about. It's not only reminding ourselves of the Israelites in the desert where they had to completely rely upon their creator, but also the fall feasts are a foreshadowing of Yeshua and his return. And I think no more so than Sukkot. And even reading in Psalms 1, talking about how uh, the wicked will not stand during the judgment time. You know, there will be a time of judgment, but there will be a time of great rejoicing because Yeshua HaMashiach will return during the second coming. And he'll make all things right. All the things of this world that cause us to have self-doubt and chaos in our lives will fade away because we will be able to rejoice with our savior. I realize that this particular podcast doesn't, uh, is not normally, uh, is normally longer than this, I would say, but really I, that's really what the Lord laid on my heart. And I try my best to go where the spirit leads me when it comes to this podcast. So I pray that you all have a fantastic week. For those of you who have your sukkahs up, and even for those of you who don't. And remember that we are to delight in the Lord, no matter what circumstances or situations we are facing. May you have a fantastic week. And as I do every single week, I'm going to leave you with the ironic benediction, which you can find in Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 to 26. Yivareka Kadonai Vayishmareka Yaherodonai Punevaleka Vehuneka Yisadonai Punevaleka Vehusimneka Shalom Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you his peace. Basham Yeshua Shalom. In the name of Yeshua, the Prince of Peace, I pray. Amen. Shavua Tov.